0: Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, I neither mean, does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I 10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Welcome back to another. Uh, welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Great ways to take the show with you anywhere. Also, Nash FM 106.1, uh, as well as EricAsher.com. The Anchor app is our uh, home base for our uh, podcast, but we're on all podcasting platforms. And, of course, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Mike Gatillier is going to be my guest. Uh, He'll join us Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. On Thursday night, also 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV. And then, of course, we finish up on Saturday. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook and the Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Larry Holder joins us on the program uh, from The Athletic. A little change in our time slot today, though. Uh, we're going to take a early break. Uh, Larry's going to join us at about 4.15, uh, and we'll have him to about 4.45. That'll be the only guest today. And, of course, we're going to talk a lot, a lot about what happened over the weekend and what's happened today as well. Saints with a huge win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 36-27, uh, to 27. Uh, they're now 5-2, they're breathing down the Bucks' necks for the, um, for the uh, first place in, in the NFC South. Of course, the bad news is Jameis Winston is out for the year, maybe out for about a year and a half, depending on, again, how uh, he comes back from surgery. Um, of course, we all saw the situation, uh, torn ACL, torn MCL. Uh, a little bit of a horse collar by Devin White, former LSU, former LSU Tigers. He swung him around uh, as Jameis was having a fantastic uh, early game uh, against the Bucs. Um, and, of course, he is out for the year. Trevor Sivian came in and, of course, led the Saints to victory. Taysom Hill, we'll talk about him as we go forward. Still in concussion protocol. Uh, ex- expectation is possibly he comes out this week. Uh Peyton was non-committal on his uh, press conference today on again whether he'll be back back or not uh, for this week. So we'll get into that as we go over the next two hours. Uh, thirty-one to thirty-one to uh, twelve. Tulane goes down to Cincinnati. They're now one and seven. Really similar to the Oklahoma game, uh, where we saw Tulane really play one of their best games of the season. Uh, hung hung really hung for three quarters with Cincinnati until they pulled away. And uh, we'll talk a lot about Tulane as we go forward. Pelicans are now one and six, uh, but look, I, I know the narrative all over town, and look, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a parrot on this on this show. I have my own strong opinions, uh, and, and basically, it is uh, what what the deal is uh, for uh, for the Pelicans at this point is uh, they're getting better, but the the clock is ticking on them. Uh, Four-game road trip, Phoenix on on tomorrow night, Sacramento on Wednesday, Golden State on Friday. Zion is out for another three weeks. The scan came back where, again, he still can't do contact. So we'll, we'll get into that. And then, of course, really bad news for LSU, but it is expected. Fifth-year senior Miles Brennan has entered the transfer portal. He's trying to find a place where he can go play a year and then, and then enter the NFL draft. So we'll talk about that uh, over the next two hours as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Got a problem with your air conditioning system, your heating system, uh, you need help, they're there for you. Again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Truly a company you can trust. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We take a break. Larry Holder joins us when we return. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher
1: nash ticket bash clint black eric church dan and Shay, and luke combs the only station in new orleans with tickets to these shows and they all could be yours listen weekdays while you work with scott innes we draw three new nash winners a week will you be next only from new orleans country giant 1061 nash icon this report is sponsored by New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep.
2: Tired of being tired. New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good.
3: Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the left lane on 10 westbound at Reed. And also be mindful of delays that are steady on 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to the airport. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Loyola to Power. Be mindful of delays that are steady on the 610 on the westbound side. From Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for backups from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center
1: get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town. Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Downman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long.
2: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Bienvenue on Hickory. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. It is my pleasure to bring on my good friend Larry Holder of the Athletic New Orleans to break it all down, to, to, again, make sense of everything that happened over the weekend and what's happened today. Larry, how are you, my friend?
4: Eric, don't make me try to make sense of everything that happened over the weekend, okay? <laughs> I'll try, but I, I, there's not a lot of sense to be made
0: <laughs> about
4: no. how the Saints were able to
0: Not unless you got a crystal ball. Exactly, And if you do, can I have the Powerball numbers? Numbers, I'll take just those. You can have Mega Millions, I'll take Powerball.
4: Look, we can share. If, if I got it, we, we'll share. Uh, but look, it's, uh, uh, it, it's certainly something that even going into that game, you're thinking, alright, the Saints, if they play well, they can win. Then you lose the most important position in all of sports at quarterback, yes. and then all of a sudden you win, and where do you go forward? But uh, the fact that the Saints are 5-2, they're a half game out of first place in the division, and just beat Tampa Bay, uh, it's, uh, it's hard to make sense of it, but uh, it's, uh, uh, it's where we are. And uh, where we go forward is definitely going to be something that you and me, uh, on our weekly chats, we're going, yes. to, uh, we're going to definitely have fun uh, trying to figure this thing
0: out there's no doubt there's no doubt first of all let, let's let's talk about the positives the play of the defense continues to be at a very very high level uh and look they're going to be counted on to really carry this team uh no matter who ends up being the signal caller going forward just your thoughts on the defense i thought that uh dennis allen called a tremendous game yesterday as well uh well as you as you watched it again your thoughts
4: yeah i like how he mixed up uh, how he deployed pass rushes uh, at times they would send uh blitzes, then they would drop back and send three and a lot of times when you give Tom Brady time he's able to kind of pick it apart at times he's been able to he was able to hit receivers uh, within uh, within pass coverage, but still that the saints uh they were able to kind of mix and match and make things work
0: and
4: uh, you and me again a week ago we talked about if there was a defense that can slow down Tom Brady and kind of get into his head, and if there's one in the NFL that can do that, it's the Saints. And this is the third time in three regular season games where the Saints defense has been able to fluster Tom Brady. And even though they, they seemingly were improved, when they were coming in to that game, they had a better rushing attack With Leonard Fournette was a very good running back against every Mm -hmm. other other team, not so much against the Saints. That offensive line, very good, not so much against the Saints. Wide receiving core outside of Chris Godwin, which uh, I think um, that he was targeting, Tom Brady was targeting C.J. Gardner-Johnson in in coverage uh, and got the better of him in a lot of times, but still they were able to manage what was being sent at them and so it's something that you and me have talked about ad nauseum defense has to be the calling card for the saints no matter who the quarterback is doesn't matter if it's Jameis winston doesn't matter if it's trevor simeon doesn't matter if it's you or me defense has got to be the calling card and it was uh, once again uh, against the bucks this past weekend
0: and that's why I wanted to go there first, because if this team has any chance of continuing to win and making the playoffs, this defense has got to be a championship defense for the rest of the season. There can be no hiccups. There can be no games like the New York Giants or, again, the, again, the Carolina Panthers. They've got to put it together week in, week out. They've got to come with, again, uh, a, a championship effort. And that's the only way you're going to see this because uh, you know a lot of people didn't like Jameis Winston, but there's a drop-off here now to whoever's going to be quarterbacking this team.
4: I'm curious to see how much of a drop off there is. Uh, I, I'm, I, <laughs> because, look, I, I did last week going into uh, week eight, I did a, a league wide study on right. catchable passes and who's helping the, which quarterbacks are helping out their receivers and tight ends and which ones are having to be helped and which ones just stink altogether. And Jameis Winston, as far as catchable passes thrown, was near the bottom of the list in the NFL. And so where do we go from here? Uh, can, they, can this get better? I don't know. Just because if Jameis Winston won the job, uh, how much of a drop-off is there? And I think the question here now is where does Sean Payton go at quarterback? And I'm sure after this pass game, mm-hmm. I can tell you, and I know people who have already told me, uh, just Saints fans, That they should stick with Trevor Simeon and not have Taysom Hill be the quarterback. And knowing Sean Payton, I think that Taysom Hill could easily be the starting quarterback going forward.
0: He's Uh, the number two guy. He's the one
4: who competed for the job. Right. Uh, But I could see logically, though, why people would say, why don't we stick with Trevor Mm -hmm. Simeon? He started way more games in the NFL. Right. Than Taysom Hill has. He actually now has a winning record as a starting quarterback mm-hmm. uh, overall. And keep Taysom Hill in the same sort of uh, role that he is once he's healthy. I think Sean Payton's got an interesting uh, dilemma on his hands, uh, given how this just happened, especially it happened against Tom Brady and the reigning Super Bowl champs uh, with right.
0: the Bucks. Trevor Simeon, I think you yeah, look. He could be a guy that could be a guy that could come in and fill in for you. Maybe again, you can win some games with him. But there's a reason why he was on the street. There's a reason, reason why ultimately, again, he came in and was on the Saints practice squad until you know the the, the you know the uh, he was able to come in and be the third quarterback. Um, I think that teams will, will figure out his weaknesses based on, again, film from Denver. Although, again, I liked him at Denver. Uh, I think his athleticism uh, w- w- was uh, one of his attributes. But at this point, again, you know, Taysom was the second-string quarterback. And I wonder if if at this point, considering everything we saw last year with, again, going with Taysom, uh, you know, the, if, if there's going to be a change here in, in the um, philosophy of, of, uh, of Sean Payton in terms of, again, not giving him a shot. Now, I will say this about, about Taysom. I, I am concerned about the concussions, okay, the concussion, because once you have a concussion like this that keep you out three weeks, you could be susceptible to concussions. And then, uh, again, I'm wondering, again, if he is the quarterback, what type of quarterback is he? If he's not going to use his legs and be a mobile guy, uh, he's not going to be successful as an NFL quarterback. And, and can he do that, again, with, again, coming off this concussion? And that's my biggest question about Taysom.
4: Well, look, I've got a bunch of questions about everyone. That's all <laughs> at this point. When you lose James, well, throw them out there
0: for us, Larry. I'd like to hear them.
4: Yeah, look, I had a question. I had questions with James Winston, so I've got more questions about everybody else. Right. Uh, but uh, here's the thing: we're coming into a similar situation than last year with Taysom Hill. If he's healthy, he's going up against the Falcons. If he would start this week and he did that last year in his basically four-game stint. He played the Falcons twice. Their pass defense is not very good. Uh, I mean, maybe it's a little better this year, but it's still not great. But uh, the the fact is, no matter who you put back there, it, Sean Payton is going to have to coach his butt off and try to out-scheme people and hope the quarterback can make good decisions and, and this, that, and the other, so... Uh, look, the trade deadline's tomorrow. I don't think they're going to go out and trade for a quarterback. I know people are wondering mm-hmm. if they're going to go out and add even just through free agency Cam Newton. I think the Saints stay in right. house with yeah. what they have. Me too. they just got to figure it out. And yeah. uh, it's. <laughs> I think everyone is just going to be kind of living by the seat of their pants at this point just because um, Trevor Simeon, he is who he is. He's a journeyman, borderline right. quarter starting quarterback, not mm-hmm. really. Uh, I mean, he's the one who had to come in and replace Peyton Manning after he retired and they won a Super right. Bowl. I mean, it, you know, it, it's uh, – and then Taysom Hill, he started four games. He doesn't win the job. And then I, I even have Saints fans wondering, man, give Ian Book a shot. Uh, they, they're just – right now we're just throwing names at the wall and yep. see what sticks. And one, stick might, one might stick one week, the other might stick the next. Uh, it might fall off during the middle of the game. Uh, this this team is uh, – it, it almost kind of makes me feel like back in the, in the, let's say, late 80s, early 90s when you're mm-hmm. talking about all these different quarterbacks, Bobby Abert, yeah. John Forkage, Steve yeah. Walsh,
0: Wade Wilson. Right.
4: Like, I feel like we're at that point and – you had that's bad memories
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. no that was that was tough that was tough now let me ask this some people talking about teddy bridgewater um you know tomorrow's the trading deadline here's my issue And, and look they had to rework a contract to even get mark ingram under the cap they had to get the houston texans to be able to work the deal out so that again he was tradable to to the saints uh you know can they strike lightning in a bottle and have the the uh uh, the Denver Broncos do that as well. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think that's far fetched at this point. Uh, he is a guy that knows the system. If there's anybody out there that could come in and maybe help this team, uh, it it would be a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. A one a one year four point three million dollar contract. Uh, obviously, again, that was all that was all base salary. Well, and and uh, that's that's on the books now. So, I don't know how they, from a cap standpoint, they're able to be able to get that done. That's the the biggest concern there.
4: Well, cap-wise, if they, if they want to make it happen, they can make it happen now. With, obviously, things would have to happen uh, subtraction-wise to make that happen. But I'll be really honest with you. After about a year and a half of being away from the Saints, I'm wondering right. just maybe how, how stunted has Teddy Bridgewater's growth gone. And so I don't know if that's the right. How much better is he? Than what you have right now, I think
0: that. Well, uh, okay, then in your mind, how based on what you saw in Carolina and Denver thus far, where he hasn't played well. Okay, well, I mean it's not the. I mean he's had some. He's had some moments, but he hasn't had the consistency he had in New Orleans. He's not asked to be to do the same things he was in New Orleans. But again, the consistency there. What do you think? Okay, what do you think?
4: Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't go after him, to be honest with you. I I just think that he has. Uh, he, he just kind of is what he is at this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would have been able to grow if he would have been able to stay with New Orleans the whole time. And think about it. You, go, you look at the weapons that he's had in other places, right? Uh, and he's coming to New Orleans with what weapons do they have right now? I mean, they are. Mm, true. Uh, I'd argue that Denver has better weapons right now than, than the Saints do, and he can't make it happen there. Now, offensive line-wise, Saints are better off. Uh, back, uh, backfield Saints are better off, especially getting Ingram into the fold, mm-hmm, but true. I don't know if I feel like I need... It. If, they, if, if Denver wants to give Teddy away, maybe I'd do it, but I mm-hmm. would not give anything significant to go get him because I don't know how much of a major upgrade he would be yeah. over any of the guys you have
0: and and he's on a one year deal and, they, and they're benching the guy. So I mean again, at the end of the year he's a free agent. So I mean, you're not giving up a lot. You do so it would be similar to what you did with uh, with Ingram. What is it? A 2024 7th round pick. I mean, that's what you'd be looking at. I mean, if you if you did a deal like that, if it ever happened. Now, here's the other one. Been hearing it ever since last night. Breeze comes out of the booth like Superman and comes back and plays for the rest of the season for the Saints.
4: Well, I think he answered that question In his current job, and that he's going to be sticking to his current job. Um, And so I would not expect that. I'd be shocked if that happened. And, uh, look, look, Drew Brees, I'm sure he's doing some sort of working out. Yes, I I agree.
0: But he's not – his body's look, first of all, did he have the surgery? I mean, that's another question. Did he heal on his own? Did he have the surgery? Number two – He's been away from football. He hasn't been hit. Hasn't thrown. I mean, what's he, I mean, look. I understand some guys can work, uh, have the ability to walk off the street and be able to come in and play. You know, um, you know, Brees may be one of those guys. But you know, if I'm a Saints fan, I'm not holding my breath for Drew Brees to come out again like Superman out, out of the phone booth and take over and, and leave this team to the playoffs.
4: Uh, last I checked, everyone thought he was Clark Kent by the end of his career. Yes. Anyway, so why exactly. are people like begging for Drew Brees to come back?
0: Right. I tell you what, I do like the the addition of Ingram, man. You saw it late yesterday. The physical running is going to really take some pressure off of Alvin Kamara. If Taysom comes back, and, and again, he's not the same physical physical runner. You have that physical runner there. I mean, again, it checks a lot of boxes for this team uh, with 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 Ingram coming back.
4: I think the sneaky thing that people need to realize, like once Ingram is back for a couple of weeks and kind of gets his feet under him, that Kamara is going to be used more in the passing game because they have such a lack of weapons. And I think that is a huge plus for the Saints. And Mm -hmm. especially now where they sit at quarterback, you're going to try to be conservative and lean on your strengths. And you and me have talked about it ad nauseum. Strengths are defense. Strengths are the offensive line. Mm -hmm. Strengths are the ground game. Uh, you're going to be leaning on that. And so, when uh, uh, with an Ingram, it, it, even though you can't get this super, superman wide receiver, but you've got a, a skill position weapon that can run the football. Yes. And heck, we even saw Ingram doing well in the past game, screen game, mm-hmm. exactly what you want to see uh, running the football. He's going to be asked to do that a little bit more. And then yep. Kamara will be a mismatch. If you have to bring him out of the backfield and put him into formation as a wide receiver, so I think right. that's that's the biggest key there to me.
0: Yeah, and of course, remember uh, Ingram is a is a very good blocker uh, in that backfield, so that's going to help the quarterback. All right, we haven't really talked about Jameis. This is the long call back. You're talking about MCL, ACL. Uh, you know, this is a you know total reconstructive surgery is what it sounds and sounds like. Uh, he sat out last year. You feel bad again trying you know taking that sabbatical to be able to learn on breeze. You thought this was going to be an opportunity for him. I mean, look, he's on a one-year deal. There's no guarantee he's back with New Orleans next year.
4: I went uh, on our uh, news posts on The Athletic, and uh, what we do is we'll do a news post, and then we'll have uh, experts jump in. Uh, if you're a subscriber, you get to read the analysis below it. And myself and Catherine Terrell, of course, chimed in on Jameis Winston. And my question that I posed and I answered was, what's the future of the Saints quarterback position? And I went bold and said, guess what? The Saints are going to explore every option humanly known mm-hmm. after the season. And that includes making trades. And that includes Aaron Rodgers. And that includes yep. Russell Wilson. And it's not I like agree with both. It's not like I need to hear that from the front office or hear that from the That is going to happen. There is zero question about that. They're going to be aggressive. Yeah, if they can't – we know the quarterback play is not going to be up to Sean Payton's bar. It's just not Mm -hmm. going to happen. So they're going to go and be aggressive and get the the best quarterback humanly possible. They'll even spend – I mean, they're going to spend draft assets. They're going to do it because quarterbacks are important. Uh, And so I think that they're – because I'm – I've paid good attention to the draft class already that's coming out. Uh, And that's, that wouldn't even be Sean Payton's MO anyway. It's not like he would say, Hey, Matt Corral, come in and start. Hey, uh, Malik Willis. Hey, uh, Desmond Ritter. Hey, Mm -hmm. uh, Kenny Pickett from Pitt. No, they want to win now. And winning now means being aggressive and going to get the best quarterback they can. They will explore. And I'm leaving Deshaun Watson out on purpose because, I'm not sure about everything that's going on with him. And it might be cheaper to go get the other guys. So why wouldn't you go get the other guys who have won Super Bowls and you know can get the job done? So they will leave no stone unturned to go try to get a franchise quarterback because we all knew, Eric, the entire time this was a one-year experiment. right? And Jameis Winston has not given the resume enough to say, oh, nope, we're going to bring him back. And Mm -hmm. I'm not banking on Taysom Hill being able to do that. Uh, Trevor Simeon, I'm not banking on him to do that. And the only other quarterback who's under contract after this year for the Saints is Ian Book. And I'm not ready to do that for him either.
0: Let's talk about another. uh, First of all, uh, two more questions about the Saints before we move on. Number one, anything on Michael Thomas? I mean, he would be a godsend for whoever's going to be the signal caller.
4: I don't trust anything until I see him in practice. And that's. Really not having, and it hasn't
0: practiced at all
4: yet. Yeah, so I, <sighs> uh, I know you and me are probably thinking, uh, when's this guy getting out of town? Probably
0: more than anything else. But oh no, it's no doubt. I mean, again, I mean, it's, it's, it. it's like you put him and Zion Williamson in the same basket right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's the truth. You know, I mean, the question is, you are betting man. If, again, if you're heading down to the casino now to to lay your sports bet, if you don't do a prop bet, who's out of here first, Mike Thomas or, or, or Zion Williamson? because uh, that that, that
4: seems over over downtown to see if they can make a prop bet. or right or make a prop say, bet uh, you pick you pick the dates on each when they can get both out of town and it's like plus 93 thousand or something I, I don't <laughs> know but still it's uh, uh but yeah it's uh, if, if he can get back on the field it instantly helps you i don't care who the quarterback is because uh, but he because i feel like at this point he needs to be a hundred and fifty percent healthy in his mm-hmm. mind to be back in the field, and it's it's almost like he's just forgotten. I just I, I, I just don't I just don't expect him to be back, even though he, I'm sure he will at some point. But it's right. It's just uh, yeah. Uh, it's 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 been such a weird turn with big time skill position players for the Saints over the last I don't know fifteen years. I mean, outside yeah. of Marcus Colston, really.
0: Uh, Larry, is it still a playoff team?
4: Yes, I think they can figure it out. Uh, I think they can win games. Uh, you know, we're seeing teams kind of fall off the map. You just beat Tampa. Why couldn't you be able to do it again? No matter yeah. who the quarterback is, if mm-hmm. your defense plays that well and if your offensive line playing well, uh, I could tell you uh, just against Tampa uh, that uh, say pre- quarterback pressures allowed uh, three three players were. Pressureless. They they held off held up strong uh, against uh the Tampa and uh it's going with the uh the service use at the Athletic True Media. Uh and mm-hmm. it was uh Eric McCoy, no pressures. Okay. Ryan Ramchick, no pressures, James Hurst, right, no pressures. And I think that one is a circle where man, who is he replacing? Andres Pete.
0: Andres no Pete, pressures right.
4: against the Super Bowl champs. Right. Might that energy interior,
0: that defense, huh.
4: right against Vita Vea, and then App yeah. and uh, all those guys coming in and blitzing and stuff, and yeah, uh, I think uh, I think that might help you. So yeah, I, I think that I think definitely. I mean, five and two, you have to like the odds anyway.
1: Yep. but still, yes, and course. given the
4: rest of the NFC, it, it's like there's a top mm-hmm. horse in the NFC, and then it falls off, and the Saints are like right under a drop off, but they might move themselves up to that top portion uh, before we know it.
0: Look, I, I, look, they are playing really good football. Uh, if they can get the quarterback to manage the game and not turn the ball over, they're going to be fine. And then, of course, defense is going to have to carry the team. As long as they play at the defense at the high level they're playing right now, uh, I have no doubts they'll be in the playoffs. Let's talk about LSU and Miles Brennan making the announcements today that he's entering the transfer portal, wants to find a place he can play for one more year and then get into the NFL draft. I don't think it's surprising at this point. I mean, uh, new coach coming in, new system, younger players. It was probably expected.
4: It wouldn't have mattered even if there was no new coach coming in. I, mean, I think he would have transferred anyway. And mm-hmm. it's uh... – man, it's, it, it's, it's always going to be, you're, you're wondering, what if, what if Miles Brennan wouldn't have gotten hurt? Uh, you know, it's, it's always going to be that for him. And, uh, I, like, I, I did a big old feature on him, uh, leading up to the season last year, yes. uh, just talking with, uh, his dad and talking with him and then talking with, uh, his, his high school coach and, and uh, you know it was always he lacked toughness and uh, this that and the other and yet I felt like at times he was definitely showed some toughness but he got hurt. And who knows what would have happened? I, I here's the thing: you look at the program, and I don't know if he would have been successful anyway because who has been successful uh, since Joe Burrow and that and that team? So uh, I I would just hope Miles, uh, if he wants to go play somewhere else, good for him. I hope he succeeds. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think we know the future of this LSU quarterback group. Uh, it, it's either Max Johnson or, uh, you know, if, uh, if if a recruit can come in, obviously people are looking at uh, Walker Howard. Walker Howard. You know, I get banged right. up. Uh, but I, I think people are looking at Walker Howard as the savior now. Yep. Uh,
0: so yeah, I think Johnson. so too. But I'll, I'll say this. I think there's some out there that believe in it, even though I don't believe this, that if LSU hires the right coach, that maybe Arch Manning is on their radar. I just find it hard to believe that. I mean, there's no knock against the Mannings. It's just again, they just. I don't think that LSU is really on their radar at this point. But again, some people believe you, know, you get a guy like Lincoln Riley to come in into into LSU that maybe a, a guy like Arch Manning might be interested in LSU. Who knows? Walker Walker Howard seems like the guy that most LSU fans have really kind of put stock in going forward.
4: I'm giving LSU zero percent on Arch Manning, like zero, me, me, like negative. Uh, me,
0: me too. Me too, me too. <laughs> yeah, like, and that. I know it's. by there's some out there still holding hope, depending on who the head coach is going to be. Uh, I, I just don't think that's ever been in the cards. I don't think we'll ever see a Manning a, a jersey run out on on Tiger Stadium with, in, with a purple and gold on. I just don't. <laughs> I just.
4: It might be like. At Least Dylan, not in my it lifetime. It might be, uh, or what's what's the what's the, uh, the driver school? Uh, isn't that a Manning? <laughs> Victor, you
0: talking about Victor's son might head yeah, out there? <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Kin of Victor Manning, the driving school, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, Tulane, another loss. Another really good game against against the second-ranked team in the nation uh, for at least three quarters. And then, of course, at that point, uh, Cincinnati put it away. Uh, Just not – look (sighs) – I, I've talked about it before. This new conference they're going to be going in into a couple of years, I think is a good thing for Tulane because I think they're going to have a chance to be able to, to vie for championships. Where they are right now, there's, there's just a, a, there's a huge line between Tulane and the rest of their conference in terms of talent.
4: Frankly, it's sad to me. It's, it's, it's because all you ever read and all you ever see is, oh, Tulane put up a good fight. I mean, is that what you want to be? Like, that's where you are. Right. Well, you right. Put little engine that fight. could. Yeah, you put up a good fight, and this—it's—it's it's really just well, come on. I mean, you—you're you're in New Orleans, your prestigious school. Uh, you're on the—you're on the up uh, with with your program, and I get you had a tough schedule, but you lost uh, winnable games, yep. and now it's like, oh, give it a good fight. I mean, that's. That would not be acceptable. Even, say, if Tulane was in outside of New Orleans, outside of LSU's region, Mm -hmm. say if Tulane was in, like, Mississippi, and that was the case. I mean, you would expect them one. Like, it's, it's, to me, uh, this program needs to be better. And, look, I trust uh, and think Willie Fritz is a a really good coach. I know they're in a transition year, but I'm I'm tired of the, oh, it's, Good effort. Like, that's right. That's not what, what it should be uh, at, at Tulane to me.
0: No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Larry, what you got coming up for us uh, on The Athletic, and how can folks subscribe?
4: Absolutely. Theathletic.com slash New Orleans, or uh, go check out uh, me on, on Twitter, at Larry Holder. Uh, click on my article. I have, uh, got my takeaways from yesterday's game up, and then I'm, uh, I still got some work to do uh, because week eight is not over. I'll have my weekly column on the the entire scope of the league. Obviously there will be some Saints flavor in there. I would check that out. That will come out tomorrow morning. Uh and of course myself and Captain Terrell, uh we have our uh, our analysis uh on our uh, our news feed of the Athletic and you can go, you can go check that out all that out uh, under the uh the Saints feed as well. But no the dot com slash New Orleans or at Larry Holder on Twitter.
0: Thank you so much Larry. Appreciate the time as always, but
4: All righty, good talking to you. We'll talk next
0: week, buddy. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Larry Holder of The Athletic with us, decent every week here on the program. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll continue the conversation. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. Hickory & Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or we're kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike DeLahousse of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, The TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your A.C. ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new A.C., Trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell sent you. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms. Changing this
1: <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever. Best sleep with a cold. Medicine. Uses directed.
2: Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply.
1: Lowe's Provember event is back, and we're thanking pros like you all month long. So when you become a Pro Loyalty member, now through November 24th, you'll get a welcome kit via mail, Lowe's bucket included. It's all part of Provember, going on online and in stores. Lowe's, the new home for pros. New accounts only. More terms and conditions apply. While supplies last, visit lowes.com slash proloyalty for details. U.S. only. Ugh, my stomach.
5: Don't worry, I've got you covered. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, oh. upset stomach, diarrhea. What's that? It's Pepto-Bismol
1: Chews. Pepto-Bismols in a chew?
5: Yeah, they taste great and provide fast relief. And you can always have Pepto-Bismol handy. Ooh, let me try it. Try Pepto-Bismol Chews for fast relief.
1: Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, oh. upset stomach, diarrhea.
5: Use is directed, keep out of reach of children.
0: Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. My friend John Burkhart has a message for all his customers and all those out there that are future customers. Uh, Nothing is more important to Burkhart than your family's comfort and safety. Uh, many of us are having a tough time after the storm. They want to on at Burkhart. We want you to know that we're here for you. Whether it's electric repairs, a generator, air conditioning system, viewing emergency service, you can always count on Burkhart. We're here ready to help now, just like always. We've got a long way to go recovering from Hurricane Ida, but we will get to it together. If you need help, you can always trust Burkhart Air Conditioning and Eating. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Of course, that's a message from John Burkhart. Owner of Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Look, I want to thank Larry Holder first of all for joining us in the program. We're going to dive into this a little bit deeper uh, in hour number two. Uh, but uh, I still think this team is a playoff team. I do. Um, we'll see what happens with uh, with uh, Simeon and and also Taysom Hill. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, this is a a this is a little bit different than obviously again a lot of us thought it would be uh, going forward. Look, I, I'm I'm saying right now. I am a Jameis Winston fan, and I thought he was getting better each and every week. I really did. And I think it's a tough loss for the Saints. Um, I think that, you know, you look at the situation where uh, what Peyton talked about yesterday – Obviously, again, Peyton has an affinity for uh, Winston as well, saying, again, that he cried when he saw him on the, on the crutches in the uh, on the locker room after the game. You're knowing that it's over. And ACL, MCL, I mean, that that, that's, that is a huge comeback for any athlete to have to come back, again, from, from again, a severe knee injury like that. And, look, we saw Quinn Alexander come back a little bit quicker than maybe a lot of people thought. Um, we'll see what happens with Jameis Winston here. But as I was talking about with Larry Holt, he's got a one-year deal. Uh, there's no guarantee that, again, he's back here in New Orleans next year. I mean, maybe he is. Uh, you know, maybe he's vying, for, you know, maybe he's rehabbing. And at some point, well, he'll, you know, maybe try to vie for the, the starting spot. But there's no guarantee there. Um I think that a lot can be said for Jameis Winston. Again, coming here, taking the sabbatical, so to speak, learn under under um, under Drew Brees, learn learn under uh, Sean Payton, get that PhD in quarterbacking. I felt like he was getting more comfortable with the offense. He was going forward. He was again. He was a willing runner, which you saw again. That added so much more to his rep- repertoire as, as as a quarterback. Um, but again, at the end of the day, his I think his, I think his his loss is going to be felt week to week. Uh, no, no matter again who ultimately is quarterbacking this team um, um, and as I mentioned, no guarantees for him and, and that that's that's the hard thing because again you come in on a one year deal where you're uh, you're trying to prove that again that you're you're a starting quarterback in the NFL um, that you 've learned from your mistakes that you 're not going to be this gunslinger that's going to go out there and um uh, you know, turn the ball over. I mean, he had what 12, 13 touchdowns, three interceptions, and and, and one fumble. Uh, you know, when he went out, uh, at that point. I mean, uh, those are great stats, and a lot of people in this town didn't believe that would be the type of stats that Jameis Winston was going to have going into this. So, you know, we saw the love and respect that that his teammates had for him uh, as they approached the uh, the tent. You know, um, um, you, you, you saw the the the, the video of, of of Toronto Armstead carrying him to the uh, the you know to the uh, to uh, the cart and look it, it was heartbreaking because again you somebody that gave so much to try to try again to resurrect not just his career but his life I mean look. And a lot of things that he did in his life that a lot of people hold, hold still hold against him to today. Even though again he was a young person, a young man when this went down. A lot of people make mistakes. Let me say I've said it before in my lifetime. Let me tell you something. I made a lot of stupid mistakes in my in my teens and in my twenties. Uh, that, that thank God that, that I, w- I was able to get through those uh, the, those mistakes. And ultimately, again, uh, I'm, I'm better off. I'm a better man for it. But again, uh, all of us do this. All of us have hiccups growing up. And, again, especially when you talk about collegiate athletes, and I'm not taking up for him by any stretch. What he did was wrong, okay, in every one of those instances. Uh, but he grew up as a man. You know, college athletes are, are, are coddled. Professional athletes are coddled. High school athletes are coddled. In a lot of cases, things have swept under the rug. We're seeing that at LSU right now. Uh, but you got to like the way Jameis Winston turned his life around. And you saw it. And you saw the leadership in that locker room and the respect that those, those teammates had for him. And I mean, I, I just always felt that he was going to be able to take the next step here, uh, and that that's not guaranteed now when you have an injury like this, especially a knee injury. Um, and uh, I just felt like it was more of a comfort level coming, and uh, you know, I thought he was on his way yesterday playing one of his best games. Um, you know, again, we would we don't know how that would have played out because he was gone. He was gone by the second quarter. Um, but at the same time, I felt like he was going to be a guy that could lead this team to the playoffs. Could they win a championship with him? Look, you got to be lucky to, to win a championship. We know that here in New Orleans. Things have to fall the right way. Uh, you got to get the right matchups. Okay? Everything has to has to fall a certain way for you to be able to win. Um, the Saints have had teams in the past that, again, were good enough to win Super Bowl championships, and, and they, they, they didn't win it. They got one. They got one. Uh, with all the great teams they've had here, they got one. With, with any Hall of Fame quarterback first ballot, they got one. So we never had any guarantees here. But I do feel bad for Jameis Winston. I really do. And I think the Saints are going to miss him. I know there are a lot of people out there that, that are you know, like, good riddance, Jameis is gone. I'm not one of those. Um, hopefully, again, Taysom is able to come back. We'll get more of this in the second hour uh, from, this, from this concussion. And that's not going to hurt him in terms of what makes him uh, uh, a, a, a threat at the quarterback position, which is his ability to be able to run. Uh, and Trevor Simeon, look, I give him a tremendous amount of credit for what he did yesterday. Uh, you know, you're know, talking about a guy that sat down for three years, came in ice cold. Um, and he didn't miss a beat. I mean, there were some really good throws by him yesterday. Uh, and he did what he normally does. Again, he manages the game. Look, Peyton likes guys that manage the game. So we'll see how, see how it plays out. But uh, as we, again, as we end the chapter on Jameis Winston, because I think this is probably the end, uh, you know, unless he wants to come here and, you know, take another another low low contract and just try to work his way back. We'll see how it plays out. Um, there, there could have been so much more of an upside if he could have stayed healthy. It's just unfortunately, unfortunately he did not. All right, we'll take a break. We'll, we'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Hour number two, we'll talk Saints. We're going to talk LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans, all that in the final hour. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. or dave me at insagency.com.
5: Searching for the absolute perfect engagement ring? Fisher & Sons Jewelers will make your search an easy one. More than ever in today's world, this purchase will be a special one. Fisher & Sons Jewelers will design and create the ring that will always be her heart link to you and to a future of love. Start your future with Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace. Fisher & Sons Jewelers in Metairie.
3: At Ulta Beauty, we know getting ready for the holidays is what makes the holidays (laughs) the holidays. That shimmering anticipation in the air, lighting the room with scents of the season, setting the perfect table. But now it's time for you to get ready with the red lip that says it's so good to see you and that gold shadow that makes you sparkle. So let's get ready to celebrate more because it's moments like these that truly make up the holiday season. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful.
1: Today on Hey Culligan, how smart is your water? Here's Tracy. Hey Culligan, I think my water might be dumb. Good news Tracy, your water's not dumb, it's just not talking to you.
5: You can make my water talk.
1: No, but the new Culligan Smart Drinking Water System can talk to your phone to tell you when your water filters need changing and help you meet drinking water goals. Now that's some brilliant H2O. You said it Tracy, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com
0: hour number one in the books hour number two coming up you're listening to Inside New Orleans I'm your host Eric Asher thanks to Larry Holder for joining us in hour number one if you missed any of our number one podcast will be up at about 6.20 this, this evening and your opportunity to catch the program on all podcasting platforms Rudy Dixon back at studio I'm Eric Asher you're listening to Inside New Orleans we'll be right back Too, inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM, NASH Icon. Take us anywhere with the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at NASH FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Our podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. And of course, this week on the award winning Inside and Wild in Sports, Mike Detillier joins me on the program. Thursday live broadcast at 1 p.m. on LAE, also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page. And then, boy, we got a lot of ways to catch the program. 6 p.m. Thursday night, WLE TV. 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock on sports, uh, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on, on The Deuce. I'm sorry, 10 o'clock on WLE TV. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. Uh, and of course, as I mentioned, Mike tell you on the program. You'll always be able to catch that on ericasher.com, the WLATV YouTube page, and on our, on our social media platforms at eric underscore Asher on Twitter, eric Asher on Facebook, and also Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Thanks to Larry Holder for joining us on the program in the first hour. Check that out on the podcast. we usually about 20 minutes after the program ends each and every weekday um happy birthday to the new orleans saints today is november the first november the first 1966 uh it took it, it, it look it was it was it was it wasn't just handed to new orleans okay uh there was antitrust legislation that was going through the congress at that time uh the nfl was scared to death of the antitrust legislation especially with the afl and the nfl uh well they've been talking about a merger and um of course, it was Dave Dixon who had brought football to New Orleans for, in so many different facets from uh, the AFL coming in to the NFL doing exhibition games. Um, and, of course, he's the god—he's the godfather of the Superdome as well. Uh, you know, again, if you, look, you think about Dave Dixon and what he did in his lifetime. Amazing. World team tennis, uh, the USFL. Uh, the Superdome, the, the Superdome as it is now, is incredible because, again, it's been able to stand the, 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 the test of time. But remember, his original concept, what was a retractable roof. I mean, we're talking about the 60s, a retractable roof, right? What, what is everybody's deal today, a retractable roof? Unfortunately, the way the dome's roof is built, you can't get a retractable roof, but... Dave Dixon was a man, uh, before his time, and uh, not just a guy that again had great ideas, but we had the ability to be able to get those ideas instituted. Um, at that time, Louisiana was as strongest as we ever were in terms of of, of again our congressional delegation. F. M. Edward A. Bear, uh, of course here here in New Orleans, U. Uh, S. Senator Russell Long, Hale Boggs from New Orleans. Boggs was working on the antitrust regisla- legislation. Was able to make a deal with Pete Ro- with Pete Rozelle, then the commissioner uh, of the NFL, to bring a, a team to New Orleans and award a franchise to the city of New Orleans. In lieu of that, the the, the uh, legislation was passed. Uh, there was a hiccup in between where Boggs had to play hardball with Roselle, and they, you know they, they said, "Well, look, we're going to get to New Orleans eventually." Pass the the bill, and he turns to to Roselle and says, "No bill, uh, no team." I'm sorry, no no yeah no 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 bill, no team. Period. That in the end, and of course, what happened what happened later on was. Uh, Long and Boggs pushing this thing through Congress, and the Saints were born on November first, nineteen sixty-six, uh, and that team was later on awarded to John meekum Jr., uh, the oil baron out of uh, out of Texas, and uh, you know the rest is history. Again, just horrible, horrible teams uh, for the first uh, couple of decades of this team until really until uh, Tom Benson bought the team in nineteen eighty-five. Uh, as I've said many times before, I can go in my mind's eye and I can remember that helicopter, well, again, landing on, in the Gator Bowl with, uh, with Bum Phillips and John Meekum getting out. They were going to sell that team. Uh, so, again, you had Big John McKithen back in 1966, which was a big reason why the Dome was built, big reason why the Saints were here. Uh, you fast forward to 1985, and one of the reasons why uh, the Saints stayed was Edwin Edwards. They another, got another strong governor in the, in, in the state. Uh, and ultimately, again, finding Tom Benson. Nobody knew who Tom Benson was. Okay? He was a car dealer. Okay, And I'm telling you, if you were around during that time, you knew a little bit about his dealerships, but you didn't know a lot about him. Okay, He was just you know a New Orleanian that had a bunch of car dealerships, eventually got into banking. Uh, but ultimately, again, becomes, uh, again, the richest man in, in, in Louisiana. Uh, uh, buys the Saints. The Saints make him a multimillionaire, and then ultimately a billionaire. Uh, that has been now passed on to his wife, Gail, who, again, buys into, uh, for both the Saints and the Pelicans, that, again, the franchises belong to the city. The franchise is awarded to the city, that she's a caretaker. Um, of course, along the way, the Saints win their first Super Bowl in 2009. Uh, Sean Payton comes in and totally changes around the the narrative here. Before that, it was, you know, back um, uh, when when the USFL ended up folding, and 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 uh, Jim Mora comes over with Jim Finks uh, after Tom Benson buys the team in '85, and uh, they turn they turn it into winners. So, you know, again, look, it's been a long, long uh, history for this team. Most of it, again, uh, losing. Uh, but the, uh, the, for most people, again, young people, uh, this is, this is probably about as close to, again, uh, nail biting time as you've seen the saints are five and two. I mean, again, when I was growing up, the saints would be one and one, one and six, you know, uh, it just, just the way it is. But again, so thankful uh, again, that we had the representation back then, uh, the strength in Congress to be able to get that done. Uh, and, 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 of course that's when new Orleans was booming in the, in, in the, in the sixties, mid sixties, still booming, uh, as, as a town, not sure again, we would be in the same situation today, but happy birthday, new Orleans saints, and brought us a lot of joy over the last 55 years. There's no doubt about that. All right. Speaking of the saints, 36, 27 winners over the bucks, uh, five and two. Now they got again, the hated Atlanta Falcons on tap noon in the Superdome, uh, we're going to get into uh, a little bit more about the quarterback situation in a few minutes. Cincinnati, number two in the nation, again tomorrow is is the first uh, uh, college football playoff poll. A lot of people are wondering if Cincinnati is going to be in that in that top four. I think they will be. Thirty-one to twelve winners over Tulane. Tulane hung for three quarters with a second-ranked team in the nation. Uh, they're now one and seven. They got UCF uh, in 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 uh, in Florida. They're on the road to UCF. Uh, that's a three p.m. kickoff here in New Orleans. Pelicans now 1-6. and six. We'll get into it a little bit later on. They are improving as a team. Uh, they're on a four-game road trip now. Phoenix tomorrow night. Sacramento on Wednesday. Golden State on Friday. Now, here's the deal. Uh, they got to play Dallas on Monday. My guess is they're coming back to New Orleans, okay? And they're going to be in New Orleans for the weekend, and then they're probably going to fly out probably Saturday, Sunday uh, to, to, to Dallas. I don't know if they'd go to Dallas, you know, from, uh, uh, from San Francisco uh, you know, when, when you can just come home for a day or so because you're not playing until Monday. So, again, they'll play Dallas on mon- next Monday, a week, a week from uh, from today. But the bad news is Zion is out another three weeks, uh, at least another three weeks. It's probably out the month of November, okay? And I'll get a, to it a little bit later on. The scans came back. He's not ready for contact at this point. Uh, so he's out for at least three weeks. Uh, and then finally, before we go to break, uh, fifth-year senior, Miles Brennan. Uh, has uh, entered the transfer portal. Uh, he will again uh, leave LSU as a guy with a tremendous amount of potential, but a tremendous amount of bad luck. Uh, I was really a pull for Miles Brennan since day one, uh, but uh, unfortunately the cards were just not there for a kid that loved LSU and wanted to wanted to be here. And a lot of people again felt that uh, you know just you know that that if given the opportunity and staying healthy, that he could have been a really really good quarterback at LSU, uh, but it just didn't happen. Uh, again, Joe Burrow comes in, kind of takes the job from him. Uh, of course, goes on after his two years at LSU was maybe the greatest quarterback in the history of LSU program and one of the greatest in the history of college football after that 2019 season. Uh, and he just never had an opportunity to be able again, sustain any success at LSU. It's just unfortunate for Miles Brennan. I hope he finds a good landing place for himself, a place where, again, can showcase his skills because he, he has the ability to be a pro quarterback. Uh, now, again, is that going to be a starter? Uh, we don't know. But, again, he has the ability to play at the next level. Uh, so, hopefully he gets with a program that is looking for a quarterback, which most are, most are even if it is a one-year, uh, you know, uh, flyer on a guy. Uh, and then he can play the, the full year without any type of injury uh, going forward. Now, I say that I hope that, but I actually don't, don't want him in the FCC. Okay, that's the other part of this. I surely don't want him in the, ending up in, in an SEC school and coming back to hauling LSU down the line here as they're going to have young quarterbacks over the next few years. You, I think you heard, if you listened earlier, uh, both myself and Larry Holder were talking about it. Look, Walker Howard is the is the big guy right now. I know everybody likes Johnson, where, where he is there. A lot of folks like Nussmeyer, Nuss based on, again, his abilities uh, that we've seen thus far. But the, supposedly the big recruit is going to be Walker Howard. And, I'm you know, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I, I, as we talked about a little bit earlier, I don't think that LSU will ever be in the arch-manning sweepstakes, no matter who they hire. But interesting to see, again, who they will hire. And uh, uh, there's been a lot of chatter out there. Remember, I told you from the beginning, look, uh, I, I love Jimbo Fisher. And uh, you know what? I, I, it'll be interesting to see if Jimbo Fisher would be willing to leave Texas A&M. But uh, to me, the guy is Lincoln Riley. And uh, when you look at Lincoln Riley, as long as he doesn't have aspirations to go to the NFL uh, and, and, and not looking at, to be able to use, use LSU as maybe a, a stepping stone to the NFL and wants to be here, much like, again, remember Nick Saban, stepping stone to the NFL, right? And then figured out again NFL's not for him and then came back. Uh, Lincoln Riley, I think, would, would be a, 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 a perfect coach for LSU. And as I've said before, when you look at the Oklahoma situation, you you cannot tell me LSU is not a better program than Oklahoma, even if Oklahoma is in the SEC. I talked about this last week with a bunch of the correspondents from the, that cover LSU on this program. Look, Oklahoma still is going to be in a situation where they where they don't have great high school football. Where you're not get a lot of great recruits from there. Uh, they still have to go into Texas to be able to do most of their recruiting. So if if I'm if I'm Lincoln Riley, I'm looking at the landscape, saying, Wait a minute. I got all those athletes coming out of Louisiana. I still can dip into Texas. I've got where I've got um, uh, you know ties. I can dip into Oklahoma from whatever they have. And oh by the way, I, I recruit nationally as well. Uh, to me, Lincoln Riley would would be would be a great addition uh, for, for the for the LSU program. And really, right up on the alley of what we've been talking about about Scott Woodward in terms of what big name hunting, right? So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but. I'll be interested to see how that how that goes. And then also, I think a lot of it depends on, look, if Oklahoma's on the outside looking in and, and, and they're not going to get into that final four, I think there's a really good shot of, again, seeing this maybe coming to fruition before the end of the season. Uh, but, again, we won't know that till we get close to the end of the season. But I think that's going to be one of the keys, too. Look, they're try- Ed Ogeron is trying to be able to hold on to this recruiting class. I just don't know how, again, a, a coach who is already on the way out can hold his recruiting class together. I think other other teams are going to come pick off those players. But again, I think that you can, as I said all along, you can hold on to some of those players in, in that in this class. You have the ability to use the transfer portal, not just for the players you're going to be losing because, again, they're moving on, but remember, if you've got a top quality coach with a top quality program, they have a transfer portal as well, and there's an opportunity to bring some of those players over to LSU uh, with with, again, with the with the base that they already have, which is a good team. They've got some really good players, again, that just need to grow, young players that just need to grow, and they need a stable situation in terms of the coaching staff. Look, I've said it before. Yes, Ed O'Droi made a lot of mistakes off the field. The biggest mistake he made was the revolving door of, 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 um, of coordinators and coaches. When he was the CEO – and he did his job as the CEO and allowed, again, the best coordinators in football to be able to coordinate for him. The great position coaches that, again, that were teaching techniques and, and allowing these players to be able to grow. You saw a team in 2019, and you saw a team during his early tenure here that was competing for championships. He allowed that to slip away from him. That's why we are where we are today. I'm saying, I'm telling, this right, telling you right now, winning cures everything. If, if, if Ed Ogeron was winning right now and they were going into Bama challenging for an SEC championship, all this off-the-field stuff between the girlfriends, you know, hitting on, on, on co-eds, hitting on, on, on the wives of, um, of individuals that, that are part of the board of supervisors, the, even the Title IX stuff would be swept under the rug to try to hold on to Ed Ogeron. But because of the situation that's going on in LSU right now, with, again, the dip. In the performance of this team, uh, the, the issues with Ed Ogeron as much on the field because of not being able to keep the coaching staff intact. Um, and, and then, of course, the slip in terms of losing one-third of your recruits, here we are. It's where we are today. So it is what it is with, with Ed Ogeron. Uh, but, again, I, I, think, I don't think this is a situation where LSU is going to be in a two- or three-year spiral. Get the right guy, and because of the way the rules are promulgated now, you can turn this thing around very, very quickly and be able to compete within a year, within 18 months for, for again, an SEC championship, depending on if you got the right coach or not. And I have, I have all the, the faith in the world. Scott Woodward is going to get the right coach for LSU. All right. We take a break. We come back. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some Saints. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the quarterback situation. Uh, don't forget about my, my man Dave Miette over Dave Miette Insurance. I keep telling you, look, I got it covered. All right. Uh, I got a doctor that, that, again, I trust. I got a dentist that I trust. Okay, I've got I've got a termite guy that I trust. Uh, I I have individuals that I trust within the construction business. And and of course, when it comes to my insurance, I have an insurance agent I can trust. I'm not just a number. I'm not just a name that again, that if I make sure that my premium is paid, again, I have a relationship with my my insurance agent. It's Dave yet insurance. And look, it's just not me, because it's Eric Asher on the radio. This is how he is with every one of his clients. Okay, The attention to detail that, that, that he takes with each and every one of his clients, especially right now. Look, I'm, I am like you are going to be dealing with, with again, sup, uh, the, the, the supplemental, uh, supplemental insurance forms so that I could get, again, what, I, what is due me uh, after the, in the aftermath of IDA on the damage I've had from my home. So, again, I've, Dave has been with me every step of the way with putting in these supplemental claims. Uh, you know, helping me with it, and, 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 of course, that's just not me. That's what he does for every one of his customers. Now, imagine yourself as a business owner, uh, and, and, again, you need to be able to have an insurance agent you encounter as a homeowner with a situation like we're dealing with right now in the aftermath of a major hurricane where, again, you're trying to get heads or tails on, on, on again, what you have received and what you deserve to receive from the insurance company. Sure it's nice to have an insurance agent. You can pick up the phone call, and they're there they're right there to direct you, much like Dave Mead Insurance. You want the same type of service? Think Dave B. Insurance. D A V E M I L O E T S I N S A G dot com. Give him a call at 504 556 0809. You can set up an, uh, an appointment in his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. I'll just make it clear. You want to save when it comes to insurance? Call Dave 504 556
2: 0809. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for
1: everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Pantene.
5: Do you have dry, damaged hair? Try Pantene Daily Moisture Renewal Conditioner. The color-safe formula with provi Nutrients repairs damaged hair without weighing it down. Repair damaged hair with Pantene.
3: 10 Eastbound, your delays are heavy from Loyola to Power, and delays pick back up on 10 Eastbound from just past Orleans to the High Rise. In the meantime, look out for delays that are steady on 10 Westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 Westbound from Bonneville to the Airport. In the meantime, look out for delays that are steady on the 610 on the westbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Be mindful of an accident on the 610 on the westbound side at Canal Boulevard. And also be mindful of delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also be mindful of backups if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula's exit. Also look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
1: DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years.
2: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Bienvenue on Hickory. Vicks
1: Nyquil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. Nyquil Severe, the nighttime sniveling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold medicine. Uses directed.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. If you're uh, looking for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhart. Burkhart is a generator experts. Uh, the first one, they'll come out to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator. Because, look, there's, there's many options out there in terms of generators, right? Um, they'll do a single-day install for you. You sit down. Once you figure out the generator you want, you all come to the agreement, and they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Financing available generators. There's a lot of people go, man, they look at the generator, they go, stick a shock, I can't afford it. You can afford it over time. And, then again, in today's, I'm just saying, South Louisiana, today, dealing with energy, everything else we got to deal with, man, I'm telling you right now, I don't know how you can't. Uh, afford one and you need a generator for your home to keep the power on and that goes for your business as well also 24 7 365 emergency service burkhart gives you that uh, warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator they'll do a new install quality check after a month uh, they do that with everything they install for you and don't forget if you utilize the generator of 100 hours you need to get it uh, serviced by a professional burkhart can do that for you generator sales and service Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Look, it's a huge loss, in my opinion, of losing um, Jameis Winston for the year. Again, there was a reason why he was the starter. He was the best quarterback in the room. That's just that's just period, the end. All right, Taysom has been out three weeks with a concussion. Uh, he's missed, again, two games. Um, the question the is now, will he be ready this week? Uh, Peyton says he's on schedule, but he didn't name him the starter. I didn't hear him say anything about naming him a starter today. Um this is, my, this is my fear with, with Taysom Hill. Um, my fear is he's going to be susceptible to future, future concussions, okay? This is a long time to be out with a concussion, three weeks. Um, now, maybe it's a little bit more than a concussion. The Saints are not letting on. Now, look, we know that they're famous for, again, keeping things under wraps. But the question that I have is will we see that physical running style that we've seen um, and – to me, that's the biggest attribute for, for a Taysom Hill here. I know he wanted to prove that he was a pocket passer, and we all wanted to see it, right? I mean, I remember, remember, remember talking two preseasons ago. Yeah, he can play He can play quarterback, but all he wants to do is run. Can, can he be a pocket passer? Look, he proved he can sit in the pocket and throw the ball. I don't want him sitting in the pocket and throwing the ball. Okay, I want him utilizing his, his, his biggest attribute, which is his ability to be able to, Throw the football on the run, or to be able again dictate with his legs. on, oh, again, what the defense has to do, keep that defense off balance. Um, he, if he's going to be starting quarterback for this team, he has to use his leg as well as his arm. Look, this is going to be the first time Taysom Hill is going to be able to play relaxed, where there's nobody breathing down his neck. Okay, so again, running the ball should be part of a big part of his repertoire. Uh, you know, as he goes through his progressions, you no, know, it's it's not like again. Uh, well, you know, that, that somebody's going to be running up to take his place. Uh, if he's the starting quarterback, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the most part. Now, there could be a situation where him and, and, and Simeon are splitting time in, in some cases, depending on, again, what's happening within the game. But I think that based on what what Peyton said in the offseason, uh, that the plan was going to be if Jameis went down, Taysom's the number two quarterback. He doesn't play that week, but uh, Simeon comes in as the backup, and then Taysom takes over the following week. And they've been ready for this, okay? So they've got a package as they're ready for this. Uh, One thing that I liked about what Jameis was doing, even though it got got injured, was if nobody was open, after he went through his progressions, he took off and ran. It's a skill set that, to me, um, that when you look at uh, Taysom Hill, he's got to be able to utilize that going forward. Um, You look at the situation right now, I mean, that just, to me, that's – that can be that can be a game changer for the Saints. The concussions are not something that that, that are going to be an issue for the rest of the season. If you can continue to be the physical runner, and that he can still again uh, do that from the quarterback position, I will say this about Trevor Simeon: give him a lot of credit. Okay, a tremendous amount of credit for what happened yesterday. Uh, he had some big boy throws in that game. There's no doubt about it. And the most most important thing is again, as a backup coming in that situation, took care of the football. Um, I'm going to say I was, I was texting back and forth with Ronnie Filco, who, again, uh, went to Northwestern. Uh, obviously, Simeon went to Northwestern as well. Uh, I, I didn't believe that he could have a performance like he had yesterday after three years of, of rust, okay? The dude hadn't thrown a touchdown since 2017. Now, I liked him at Denver. I really did. I liked him at Denver, but, again, but again, um, he was I liked his athleticism, and I liked his upside. Uh, it just didn't pan out in Denver. Um uh, the question is, again, well, again, if you had to play him for a sustained amount of time, could he continue to play at the level he played yesterday? Um, the fact that he could come in cold and win an, important, an incredibly important division game, I give him a tremendous amount of credit. Um, but as far as that goes, of him starting, I think it really depends on the health of Taysom Hill. Uh, the concussion thing is scary because, again, one hit can put him back in concussion protocol. So then that means that Simeon's got to be ready no matter what. No matter what. Now, we talked about this a little bit with Larry Holder. Trading for a quarterback. Um, now, that would have to be done by tomorrow, by 2 o'clock. Uh, the trading deadline is tomorrow, 2 o'clock. Teddy Bridgewater. All right, first of all, I mentioned this to Larry earlier. Saints are cash-strapped, okay? Just to bring in Ingram, it took maneuvering. They had to next, add an extra year to his contract. Uh, they had to they have uh, the uh, Ingrams deal had to be turned into a, 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 a from a base into a signing bonus to get him here. Uh, again, they had that extra year they had to add. Then the Texans had to rework their deal on their end uh, just so that it would work with a with Saints cap. They were willing to do this. Bridgewater signed a one-year, $4.3 million deal. It's all base salary. Now, some of that would have to be converted to a signing bonus if he's traded, okay? If he's traded to the Saints, they would have, they would have to kind of repeat what happened with Ingram, okay? Add some, add some dummy years to the deal, convert that uh, base to a signing bonus, and then, of course... They'd have to work out work something with Denver, out, okay, where Denver would be willing to be able to, um, you know, work out some deals on, on the salary, and then it would probably be, be a future pick, much like we saw with Ingram. Ingram is a seventh-round pick uh, in 2024. That's the compensation for Ingram. Um, if they could pull all that off, okay, okay, I got no issue with Teddy Bridgewater coming back to New Orleans. And I know some people think that he's had a decline, and maybe he has. But Teddy Bridgewater understands the Saints offense, and I think he'd be a totally different quarterback here. And I think he would perform better in, in New Orleans than he would at Denver or, or, or at Carolina. But I'm going to tell you right now it is the longest of long shots. There's only one longer shot than that, and that's Breeze coming out the booth, okay, and coming back to New Orleans and taking over for the rest of the season. Okay, number one is he healed? Because, again, he took a tremendous pounding last year is he in football shape? Well, we know he's in shape because the dude never was out of shape. But again, can he take the pounding of an NFL defense for the next 3 months? I mean, that's a big question, okay? Then does he does he want to take that pounding? Okay? Does his family want him to come out of, out of retirement to be able to save the day for New Orleans? And then there's the salary cap ramifications. Look, they're eating all this dead money for Drew Brees this year. I'm not sure how that even works on the cap. I mean, if he comes in for a one-year minimal deal for for a veteran, uh, okay, what is that going to do to the cap at that point? Uh, can that even happen? Based on again the, the, that he's a retired player and the and, and and the cap money's already become due, I don't even know. Okay, I don't know. If, I don't even know that's even possible. But I'm just going to say this right now: Brees is a saint, and he ain't playing for free either. Breeze has never come in and played for free. Now, look, he's helped out the team. There's no doubt about that. But he ain't playing for free. Not not when he's making the kind of money he's making at NBC. So I think there'd be be a couple motivations for him. Maybe, again, to come back and prove that last year, again, was not the way he wanted to go out. And then maybe, again, the the fact that he's seen Brady break all of his records, maybe that's motivation for him. But I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I do not see him... Putting all you know, pulling back the uh, uh, the suit, having the big big Superman S on his chest, and coming out the booth to save the day. So to me, it's it's uh, Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon uh, until it isn't, and so we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, Again, the biggest thing, the biggest question mark for me right now is. Taysom Hill and the concussion situation, how is that going to affect him going forward in terms of, again, the tough physical running uh, Taysom Hill that we see, uh, and, and even from the quarterback position? So that, that is a big question. All right, we'll take a break. I want, to, I want to come back. I want to talk a little bit more about the Saints. I'm going to get into the defense. I want to get into um, um, the uh, situation with um, – uh, Mark Ingram coming back and then I want to talk about Tulane and also some Pelicans too uh, before we finish up this afternoon. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about my friend at Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. You know, I say this all the time. You know, we, we're a city that is a big city but a small town. And uh, when you look at you know the, the fact that everybody knows everybody from from different neighborhoods in this city, you got relatives that are in different different neighborhoods in the city. Now look, it's changed a little bit, right? Because we had, we had this exodus of people, but for the most part, we're still a situation situation where most of us are born here and die here. So again, you know the, the the companies that take care of their of their customers. Word gets out. Word of mouth gets out. Southern Tire is one of those companies owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Tony Piazza has built this company, again, as a family-owned and operated business. When I say family-owned and operated, I mean, again, the entire family works there. His son's there. His daughter's there. His wife works there. I mean, truly a family-owned and operated business. Uh, they're located at Hickory & Airline in Mentory. Uh They've been around since 1972. You don't stay around since 1972 in this town unless you're taking care of your customers. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Something for everyone's budget. Financing is available. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Then when it comes again to the inner workings of your vehicle, uh, look, I've said it before. I don't have, uh, I don't have, look, I am not mechanical at all. I got to count on a great mechanic shop. They can handle it for you at Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians, higher certification in the industry. I'm telling you, when I talk about diagnostic equipment, the dealership wish they had, you get it over at Southern Tire. Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 737 is the phone number. Or you go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Even a diagnostic page on that um, website where, again, you got a little car trouble, put in your trouble. It'll tell you what the deal is, and then bring it on over to Southern Tire, let them repair it for you. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. is the best time off Bergen Street. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away.
1: Lawn Roofing has been in business throughout Louisiana for over 32 years. Today I come to you with a warning. There's a lot of people walking up the streets and they're promising the world. If it sounds too good to be true, I'm guessing it probably is. I would suggest that you try to use Louisiana contractors. I think there's plenty of us here and that we could handle this work. We just handled Lake Charles.
4: Call us today for a free estimate at 504-737-2228
1: tonight on the cw 4400 people disappeared something strange is going on and when they returned i saw a green light and suddenly i was here we apparently traveled through time everything changed they have no idea what happened to them which is consistent with reportings of alien encounters you're special know your power and own your gifts
0: the all-new series 4400 following all american tonight
1: on the cw tonight at 8 on Noah 38 the cw
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Kenny Trahan comes up with all access at 6 o'clock. His guest tonight, Deuce Wyndham of The Athletic. All right. Um, really like the fact that Mark Ingram is back. And I thought you saw him paying dividends yesterday immediately. But I think he really will pay dividends if Taysom Hill's the quarterback. I think you saw his running style is again still physical. Uh, there were some questions what he had left in the tank. He showed he's got some. He's got some left in the tank. Okay. I think he's also going to take a tremendous amount of pressure off Alvin Kamara. Um, you know his ability to be able to run the football, um, uh, moving Kamara out to the wide receiver position, allowing him again to be able to utilize him out the backfield as, as a wide receiver. Now remember, uh, Ingram can catch the ball as well. You saw him on the screen game yesterday. Um... You know, this is just a perfect time for a guy like Ingram to come in. We, we've been, you know, uh, begging for, he, again, if a, a powerful physical runner uh, since, since, uh, since the beginning of the season. And uh, he really checks all the boxes there. Not to mention, again, he's going to be the quarterback's best friend because of his ability to be able to pick up the blitz. Uh, as far as yesterday goes, look, I talked about the pedestrian wide receivers, these no-name receivers. I got to give him a lot of credit, okay? Uh, uh, you know, the 10 guys caught different uh, – the 10 different guys caught balls yesterday. Uh, they really stepped up for both Winston and 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 Trevor Simeon uh, yesterday. But look, the reason why the Saints are where they are right now is the play of the defense. And I give Dennis Allen a tremendous amount of credit. His play calling, the adjustments on the fly—they've been outstanding, especially the last two weeks. Um, I think when you you know I think everybody needs to step back a second here um, and look at what they did against Brady and the second-ranked off offense. And then look what they've done against Brady since he went to Tampa Bay. One of the few teams, if not the only team, to give Brady trouble since he got to Tampa Bay. And look, throw last year's—it's uh, hard to say that. It's even hard for me to say that. To say throw last year's uh, playoff game out the window, but they had four turnovers in that game. They—they they, they beat themselves more than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat them. But for that said, this is not a fluke, okay? Uh, They've owned Tampa Bay for the last few years with the exception of the playoff game where they beat themselves with those four turnovers. This year's version of the Saints defense is excellent on all three levels. uh, are they going to be bust? Look, we saw it yesterday. They're a bust. I mean, you know, Cyril Grayson, former Rumble Raider, former LSU Tiger. I mean, it really gets me again how shallow the announcers are in in terms of again their homework they do on these players. Not to even know this guy was a New Orleans native. Okay, that he went to Rumble. That again he was a track star at LSU. They knew that part of it. But then the first play, the first team that he got a chance with was the New Orleans Saints. Right. Uh, but, I mean, they're a bust. They're going to be bust on the defense. It's going to happen. you have guys uh, that are going to get beat. But they're athletic at every level. That's something I can look back at, again, in the 379 seasons. I can remember sitting behind this microphone just berating the fact that this was probably the most least athletic defense uh, in the NFL. I called them plow horses, right? Uh, they are athletic at every level. They swarm to the football. Uh, again, they can cover. Um, and, 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 again, the depth is getting better every week. Remember, this team was purged of quality depth, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And these young players are getting better and better each and every week in terms of depth. Uh, they believe they're a top defense. You can see it. They play as a unit. Uh, they're opportunistic. And they got a high football IQ. I can't tell you when I when one of the things I look for when I go back and watch the game a second time is to see again our guys hitting the gaps they're supposed to hit. Do they know what they're supposed to do on every single play? And for the most part, you're not seeing a lot of breakdowns with this team. You had some. You had a couple yesterday. Look, Marshawn Lattimore was involved in a couple. Uh, but again, it, it is what it is. I mean, that happens week to week in the NFL. Uh, they're plus seven in the, in the turnover differential, which is great. Um, uh, that they're fourth in the league on that yesterday. their three takeaways ended up at 16 points. Uh, if the saints are going to make the playoffs to me, it's on the back of the defense. Now, look, I asked, I talked to Larry Holt about this in the first hour. He's not too optimistic. It'd be nice to see Michael Thomas on the field, uh, sooner than later. Cause he's needed now more than any time of the season, especially with Hill who really was comfortable with Michael Thomas on the field with him when he got a chance to play last year. And then of course, Simeon, if he's going to continue to play, um, the other thing is before I move on to, to Tulane and and, and uh, the uh, the Pelicans yesterday's pre- post game press conference with with um, uh Sean Payton was one of the most honest and transparent press conferences I think he's ever had. And believe me he likes to think keeps things close to the vest. He say even said that Winston had a significant injury to to his to his knee. I mean that that tells right then and there it told me he was out for the year. But, I mean, he tried to explain the process trying throwing the ball late and leaving time on the clock, which, again, I didn't buy into. But, again, again, he's, what he's trying to say is you better prepare yourself for an aggressive Sean Payton. Sean Payton is going to be aggressive from this point forward every single game. We're seeing that. And, look, I'm going to tell you right now, a team takes on the, 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 um, the personality of a coach. And I would rather see an aggressive team, okay, in all three phases than, than a team that, again, is, is a bend-don't-break type team or, again, you know, a dink-and-dunk type team. He's going to be aggressive. I think, I'll think i just say this right now. I think this year, okay, maybe 2009, maybe the year 2006, you can maybe lump those in, okay, uh, but I think this has been the best coaching job or as good of a coaching job that we've seen in, in Sean Payton as a career. Okay, and that goes to the entire coaching staff. You know, Peyton says it all the time, that the coaching staff, the coaching staff are, are teachers, right? And you can see it. They've taken undrafted free agents, they've taken cast-offs, and then their core of draft picks, the returning starters that they could afford, and they molded them into a pretty good team. Uh, now, there's limitations, there's no doubt, but this team is 5-2 and two after being gutted in the offseason. Now they're done another setback. Three years in a row now, three seasons they've lost their starting quarterback. But yesterday was the winning formula. No turnovers forcing Brady into three turnovers, including a pick six, two penalties for 10 yards, and running for 152 yards on the Bucks' defense. That's how the Saints win going forward. So, again, uh, congratulations on a big win for the Saints. The downside is you lose um, Jameis Winston for the season. Um, Tulane, look, down 14-12 to 12 in the first half. I thought it was as good as the first half. They played all year long, okay? They went toe-to-toe with the second-ranked team in the nation again. This time it was Cincinnati. Um, and they did it with a first-time starter in Horton, again, the quarterback. 198 total yards, okay, um, in, in, in the first half by Tulane, 157 on the ground. For, look, I just watched an offensive line that was dominating the number two team in the nation, okay? The backs were outstanding, especially yards you have to contact. How many times did you see the Tulane backs, Spears uh, and, at, at all, again, bouncing off of tacklers and getting extra yardage? The defense, opportunistic yesterday, okay? I'm sorry, on Saturday. Uh, it was 21-12 at the three quarters, and then, of course, two turnovers within three plays. Horton had an interception uh, at the four-yard line with 11-12 left. Uh, and then then they, they dodged a the bullet there. Uh, and then Spears fumbles with, uh, at, the, at the two-lane nine with 7.42 left. The defense held him to a field goal, but after that, again, it was too much to overcome. I thought it was a great effort by Tulane. Uh, against the second-ranked team in the nation for the second time this year, first one being Oklahoma on the road that should have been a home game, right? Uh, but I thought they played their hearts out. Look, it gives everyone hope, okay? That again, that even though again this was thought to be that this was going to be the year, that Tulane was going to be a perennial winner, it, it was it was not to be played out that way, okay? You you played two second-ranked teams. You have you played four teams within the top twenty-five, and. You know, just it's, it's a, it's just going to be difficult with again the type of team that Tulane is to be able to play those type of teams and to be able to win. Just is. But again, this was this was a this was a really good effort by by the Green Wave. I'll give them that. Now I'll say this: um, if you see this effort every week, I, I, they would not be one in seven. And I'm going to say this right now: there's no doubt the spotlight on being on them, number two team in the nation, etc. Uh, that probably went a long way, but even Spears said it yeah, on, on, on on the press conference on Saturday night that if they play with the type of energy all, all for the rest of the season, they, they're going to win out. We'll see how that happens. Again, UCF is up next. Here's the big other, other story of the of the week. Again, Zion is out for at least Thanksgiving. Uh, it'll probably be three weeks. That's at least 12 games based on again uh, what, we're, what we're seeing. I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably going to be the month of November. Okay, all these timelines missed. Uh, He's going to have another scan in about two to three weeks. Willie Green says he's doing some cutting on the floor. He's doing some walkthroughs. But, again, he's not doing any one-on-one or five-on-five. So this team has to kind of push on without Zion. Like they've done for so many years, right, between Zion, Anthony Davis. You're lucky if you get any of those guys back before January. Now, Brandon Ingram's got a hip contusion. He's going to be week to week. um, I'm sorry, day to day. But now the issue is this, folks. The issue is, again, this team is one in six, okay, in the traditional hole the franchise finds itself in once again. How many more losses are too many losses to get back into a playoff race? I mean, that's the question here. Look, the theme all the weekend from a lot of people in the media this weekend, and look, I, I concur, is this team is getting better. You can see it, okay? But the question is, even if you get back into a playoff race, what do you have left in the tank to be able to, again, make a run? And then there's little margin of error night in and night out for the last three quarters of the season for you. I mean, that's just tough. But I will say this. The makeup of this team is different. Okay, they hustle. They play defense. They're unselfish. And, and they can be physical. The Achilles heel has been the turnovers. Look, they had 50 against a two-game stretch against Minnesota. But since then, it's been 10, 10, and 11. So hopefully, again, that's something we're going to continue to see moving forward. Um, it'll be different. interesting to see, again, how they kind of play this all out because, look, they're, they're offensively challenged with our Zion out the game right now, okay? Um, when Zion comes back, again, they're going to have to change up again because of the way it's spacing. Um, but they do share the basketball. When they share the basketball, good things happen. Uh, this is not a team, it seems like, again, of individuals like we've seen in the past that were more worried about getting theirs than again than worrying about the team as a whole. Um, I think it always shows on the assist column, again, how well this team is can play. But I think Offensively right now, even though they 're sharing the basketball they 're offensive offensively disjointed, and it 's an issue, okay, but at this point, uh, they 've got to tread water. I will say this i 've not seen a lot of lazy basketball over the last uh, over this season, but i've seen a lot of lazy basketball over the last couple of years. This team is not a lazy basketball team. I think they 're hungry, and I think they're willing to be able to play their roles now they've got to get their stars back uh, in, in order to, in order to be able to make some type of move here look. I'll say it right now before we close out. I think the record doesn't show it, but I think this team is more talented than they were last year. They're younger than they were last year. And then, again, but that's with, even without Zion. We'll see how it plays out. But um, hopefully they start stacking some wins because the hole is getting deeper. And this has been a traditional situation for the New Orleans Pelicans. It's hard to get out of a hole uh, that you set up for yourself early when you lose this many games. They're on to this West Coast swing. We'll see how they do. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your A.C. ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new A.C., trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com and telemeric sent you. Oceana crew. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love what I do. A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them forty-three thousand dollars. It got really
1: bad.
4: <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment, coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything.
1: One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at two a.m.
4: Kind of figured I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night.
0: <laughs> he found just what he was looking for.
4: Oh, they were great people. You need a team of people that know what they're doing. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing.
0: Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Happy don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed. Take Wesley's advice.
4: If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else.
0: Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
5: Searching for the absolute perfect engagement ring? Fisher & Sons Jewelers will make your search an easy one. More than ever in today's world, this purchase will be a special one. Fisher & Sons Jewelers will design and create the ring that will always be her heart link to you and to a future of love. Start your future with Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace. Fisher & Sons
0: Jewelers in Metairie. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank uh, Larry Holder for joining us on the program. Don't forget about our great sponsors. Go to Ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors. Click on the icon. Take it right to the sponsors. Tell you all you need to know about the great sponsors sponsor our program. Thanks to those sponsors for supporting us. Thanks for you for supporting the sponsors. Also, thanks to Rudy back at studio. Uh, and as always, really appreciate everybody out there listening to the program. Podcast will be up about 6.20 if you just need today's show. And of course, this week on the award winning Inside of All Sports, Mike DeCheghe joins me on the show. Coming up next, it's Ken Trahan with All Access. Deuce Winsome of, of The Athletic is his guest. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks to Rudy back in studio. Thanks for listening. From the Dog catch of the Gubdom, they all got to go.